Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back. I am back. How are you today? I'm all right. I'm all right. Good, good. So let's give our listeners a little bit of a reminder. I am Benka. And I'm Ben. I'm Argentinian. And I'm British. And we are recording this podcast because we just argue a lot about culture, but not sort of cultural things, just whose culture is better. British. Argentinian. We actually did have a fight the other night about it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. About singers. Yeah. Oh, God. That was a, and that was an awkward fight, really. Because Ben didn't know who Kate Bush was. Oh, yeah. But that's, again, uh, who is she? I still don't know who she is. <gasps> that's sacrilegious. Well, go figure. Kate Bush is like a national, an international heroine. Yeah, your concept of international, well, let's just say we differ in what that means. Wuthering Heights, Babushka, running up that hill. Where have you been all your life? Are you even speaking English? Yes, okay. I am. Brilliant. So, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, well, considering we live together, you pretty much know most of what I've been up to. I know, but the people that are listening to us don't know. Well, I, do you know what? I am still reeling a little bit, and I haven't spoken to you about this, but I had a really weird dream about us last night. What did you dream? Oh, Ben's dreams are weird. Well, essentially, we were kind of recruited by this Chinese cult. See, I told you, weird. And... It was all backed by this rich billionaire who basically got off on watching us do kind of weird tasks. Such as? Well, the tasks, we were actually all wearing, um, well, both of us were wearing um, Lycra wrestling outfits. Okay. And we had to do a live action Mario circuit. So, you know, like the Mario levels where you hit the boxes and you kind of jump on the the, the turtle shells and things like that. We did that in, in RL, basically. Okay. Then we had to go... Were you Mario and I'm Luigi or was I Mario and you're Luigi? No, we were just ourselves. We were just okay. ourselves. We had helmets on for when we hit the boxes. Okay. So we didn't and all we did in, in wrestling suits? All in the lycra. Oh. And then we had to go on a tram that didn't have a top on it. And we kind of rode through this town. And there was hundreds of people following us. And they all took us to this kind of like Chinese Indian restaurant where the, the, the whole dream we were eating the whole time. And there was a purple dog. A purple dog. The purple dog kept appearing in the stream. And they gave you some food at this restaurant. And you didn't, after you ate, whatever was in the food, you couldn't remember who I was. So you were walking around all these crowds of people saying, where's Ben, where's Ben? Like going up to random people thinking they were me. And I was like waving back at you saying, I'm here, I'm here. But you couldn't see me for whatever reason. Maybe I was doing it on purpose, Bab. But then we were getting to this big fight with kind of different wrestlers from other countries. There was like Afghanistan there, Uzbekistan, all the stands were there. And um, yeah, I woke up. So I don't know if we won the, the fight or not. And I don't know if what, you know, what the whole purpose of this cult was or anything, but yeah, it, it's one of those dreams, particularly the purple dog. Um, I, I've just been thinking about it all day and I don't know what it means. I told you, weird, weird dream. Anyway, we're here to do a podcast. Indeed, and we have a super interesting topic today, don't we? Oh, I love it when you say topic. Why? Because it's just like being back at school. It's like, what are we learning about today? Well, today, actually, is kind of like a class. It's an exam. We're doing an exam. We are, yes. 
Indeed. Let me give you a little bit of context. So um, we are coming to the time where I can apply for British citizenship. Congratulations. But it's just amount of time served, I think. <laughs> but in order to be able to be a British citizen, you have to pass a test that is called the Life in the UK test. Okay. So the East test is 24 questions. Right. And you have to have 75% of them correct. So 18 questions must be correct. And these questions are about life in the UK. What, what's the whole point in this test, though? I have no idea. I suppose it's kind of you need to have sufficient knowledge to about life in the UK to live here, I guess. I suppose. But I've lived here for six years. So, but there's still quite a lot of things that you don't know about. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and to be fair, I really, really haven't studied for this test yet because I haven't gone through the process yet. So actually, it's going to be really, really interesting to see what the results are. Normally, you would get forty-five minutes to do it, but we, of course, are going to do it a little bit quicker. Quick fire. We're going to do a quick fire. A quick fire round of questions about life in the UK, and. We encourage you, our listeners, to do the test with us. Even if you're British, let's see if you would pass a life in the UK test. And roughly, do you know how many people would pass this first time? Um, I think from our very official information, about 18% of people fail it okay. for the first time. And how many times can you, can you take it? Oh, you can do it as many times as you want. But you do have to pay each time. I think it's like 50 quid. So you've obviously been stashing away thousands and thousands of pounds. Because I think that's how much you're going to spend on this to get it over the line. Probably. So it's worth mentioning that we're not going to do the actual official test. I'm not in a test centre. We are going. We have found online sort of test, test tests. How would you say, like a run test? We're basically doing a practice test at a, our kitchen table. A practice test that you can find online. And let's see how many I get correct. Okay. Now, it's multiple choice. Uh, there's 24 questions. Um, I'm going to obviously ask you the questions and give you the four possible answers and I need a final answer. Okay, are oh. we going to do, do this like millionaire? Do yeah. I win millions of dollars if I get it, if I get them right? No, you just get to go to a citizenship ceremony and swear allegiance to the Queen. Oh, is, is the Queen going to be there? No, she won't, but you'll have to swear allegiance to her. Okay, it's a little bit awkward. Well, I mean, come on, let's face it. You've sworn allegiance to a lot of queens in your time. Oh, that is true. Anyway, enough said about that. Here we go. Question number one. Which countries are in Great Britain? Wales, Northern Ireland and Scotland. England, Scotland and Ireland. England, Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland. Or England, Wales and Scotland. Okay, I got a little bit confused by all of the names there, but I would say Great Britain. I would say that it's England, Wales and Scotland because it's the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. So I would suppose that Great Britain is the last option. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Okay, locking it in. Correct, it's England, Wales and Scotland. Yay, one down. You are one step closer to being a British citizen. 
Question number two. Who designed the new St. Paul Cathedral? Oh, I'm screwed on this one. Is it Sir Christopher Wren, Isambard Kingdom Brunel, Samuel Pepys, or Isaac Newton? So I have no idea. So I'm going to say, can you repeat the first one? Sir Christopher Wren. I'm going to say Sir Christopher Wren because he's the only one that has a sir. And I am presuming that he would have gotten like knighted or something for doing it. Well, I'm pretty sure that all of those people would have been sirs. I don't know why they've denoted Christopher Wren as the only sir. But anyway, that's, anyway. that's what it says on this test. I'm going to say Christopher Wren. Well, you would be correct. Well done. Wow. Guessing works. This is a really random question, and I don't really know what this has anything to do with life in the UK, but here we go. What percentage of the population has a grandparent born outside of the UK? Is it 20, 10, 15, or 5%? Okay, so people who have grandparents that were born outside of the UK. Yeah. Oh, I have no clue. Um, Let's go a little bit in the middle and say... 15%? Incorrect. Oh. Oh, post-war immigration means that nearly 10% of the population has a parent or grandparent born outside the UK. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's all right. It's just one that you've yeah. got wrong. Don't okay. worry. Again, not a very UK-centric question, but here we go. This is life in the UK test. We have to take it on face value. Where did the engineers come from in the Middle Ages? Was it Germany, France, Italy, or Holland? Okay, so where engineers came from? Uh, I don't know. I have no clue. I'm going to say Italian just because. You would be incorrect. It was Germany. To be fair, I should have seen that one coming, shouldn't I? Yeah. So that's uh, two correct, two wrong. So we're not doing great. We're not doing great. Uh, another history and where did they come from question. Where did the ancestors of the first farmers come from? This is question five. Where did the ancestors of the first farmers come from? Is it North Europe, North East Europe, South East Europe or Northwest Europe? I mean, it's clear to say that we know they came from Europe. I mean, yes, apparently they came from Europe. Uh, and clearly in the olden days, Britain wasn't part of Europe. Yeah, are we not Europe? <laughs> so uh, it's North Europe, Northeast Europe, Southeast Europe or Northwest Europe. I don't even know what boundaries of those places are, but I'm going to say something like Southern Europe, where probably the weather is a little bit nicer for farms and crops. I mean, I, I like your thinking there. Let's see. You're locking that in? Yeah, I'm locking that in. Correct. Yes. Well done. Question number six. Which of these gardens is located in Wales? Okay. So the options are Sissinghurst, Hidcote, Bodnet Garden, or Mount Stewart. So three gardens and a mound. Which of these gardens is located in Wales? Okay. Sissinghurst, Hidcote, Bodnet Garden, or Mount Stewart? Yet again, I'm not even sure what you're speaking is English, but I'm going to say option C. Bodnet Garden. Uh, I suppose. Well, <laughs> I suppose the clue's in the question, and you're right. It's Bodnet Garden. I've never heard of any of those. I don't even know if I've pronounced them right. So, you know, I, I, I would have failed that question because I'd have probably gone for Hidcut just because I like the sound of the name. 
Uh, question number seven. Where was Florence Nightingale born? Scotland, France, England or Italy? The lady with the lamp, where was she born? Uh, was she the nurse? Yeah, in the Crimea. Uh, okay, so I would say this is a life in the UK test, so I would discard the ones that are not countries in the UK. Shall I say England? Incorrect. Uh. She was actually born in Italy. Really? Two English parents. Okay. In 1820. Okay. Question number eight. Which style of architecture became popular in the 19th century? Simple, neoclassical, classical or gothic? Oh, um, oh, my art and architecture is really bad, but I want to say gothic just because I kind of like it. Well, you'd be right. Well ah, done. Good. Moving on. Question number nine. Which of these venues is located in Scotland? That's my really bad attempt at a Scottish accent. I mean... Anyway, which one of these is located in Scotland? Is it the SECC, the O2, Wembley Stadium or Troxy? Okay, so the O2 and Wembley are in London. Famously not in Scotland. Famously not in Scotland. And then the other options were? The SECC. Okay. Or Troxy. I'm going to say the S-E-C-C, hoping that the S stands for Scotland or Scottish. Then you would be correct. The S-E-C-C stands for the Scottish Exhibition and Conference Centre. And the Troxy, fact fans, is a Art Deco music venue, which is in London. So all, yeah. all the other three were in London. Never from. been, yeah. Very London-centric. Which country's flag, this is question 10, okay. is not part of the Union flag? So which country's flag is not part of the Union flag? Okay. Options are Wales, England, Scotland, or Ireland. And these are the one that is not part of the Union track. Oh, I think that's Wales, isn't it? You're locking in Wales. I'm locking in Wales. Final answer. Correct. Yes. The Welsh dragon doesn't appear on the Union flag because when the first Union flag was created in, I think off the top of my head, in 1606... Yeah, you're not Googling, are you? No, I'm not Googling. The Principality of Wales was already united with England and was no longer a separate principality. So that's why the dragon's not on the Union Jack. Okay. It would look really cool to have in the middle of the Union Jack the dragon from the Welsh flag. It would look really cool. Question number 11. What marked the beginning of constitutional monarchy. The Glorious Revolution, the Magna Carta, the Restoration, or the English Civil War? Okay, so I would say the Magna Carta, because those tend to be like the constitution of countries. So I'm going to lock in Magna Carta. Unfortunately not. It was the Glorious Revolution. The laws passed after this are the beginning of what is called the Constitutional Monarchy. God, we're halfway there and, and it's not looking good for me, is it? So the Magna Carta was actually a peace treaty between the king and the rebel barons at the time. Um, it was a bit of a failure, but it did provide the framework for the relationship between the king and his subjects. But it's yeah. not a Constitutional Monarchy. Okay. Question 12. Halfway Who... there. <laughs> Halfway there. And mm, I don't want to... Not looking great. <laughs> Shall we scroll on? Yeah. Question 12. Who developed important human nature ideas? 
Options are, and again, it's very male dominated, I have to say, Richard Arkwright, Adam Smith, James Watt, or David Hume. Oh God, that really threw me off. I was going to say David Attenborough. So can you can I hear the options again? Richard Arkwright. Okay. Adam Smith. Okay. James Watt. David Hume. Uh, the second one. Adam Smith. I don't know who he is. I don't know who any. Didn't he play Batman? No, that was Adam West. Oh, okay. You're locking in Adam Smith. Then. Yeah, let's lock Adam Smith. It's David Hume. His idea about human nature continues to influence philosophy. Is that why we call human? Because of Hume? Uh, no, I don't think so. I thought it was a suburb of Manchester, but anyway. Yeah. I wouldn't know that one either. Question 13. Lucky for some, hopefully lucky for Benja. Hopefully lucky for me. What language did the Iron Age people speak? Oh God, it's not going to be a lucky one for me. Celtic, English, Anglo-Saxon or Viking? What language? Are some of them even languages or just different people, like tribes and everything? Um, but I'm going to say Celtic. Do we have, we do have like a Celtic culture here, don't we? And you'd be right. Well done. Oh, yeah. 13 was like a one. So question 14, and I'm hoping you'll get this one because one of the reasons why you want to get citizenship so you can vote. How often are the general elections held? Is it every three years? Every seven years, every five years, or every year? How often are they? Uh, I'm going to say five years. Correct. Can you imagine if they were every year? I mean, I mean it's bad I'm... enough every five years. <laughs> anyway, question 15. When is Boxing Day? Is it the day after Christmas Day, the day before Christmas Day, the day before Easter, or the day after Easter. It's the day after Christmas Day, and it's a bank holiday, and that's why I know this. So no one's quite sure the full origins of Boxing Day, but most people agree it's sort of in a, a Victorian tradition when um, sort of postmen, errand boys, servants, all those kind of people were, would receive a Christmas box from their employers on the day after Christmas. All I know is that it's a bank holiday, and that's as far as my knowledge about it goes. But it's quite interesting because my nana always used to say to me, what do you want for your Christmas box? You know, so obviously it's, this, it's the kind of phrase that's uh, continued. Question 16, bit of a grim one for you, Bab. Uh, what proportion of the population died because of the Black Death? One third, one half, one fourth or one fifth? Ooh, uh, I'm going to say one third. I don't know why it kind of is in my head. And you'd be correct. So, oh, am I? Yeah. I know a lot. Well, don't push it up. <laughs> Question 17. Who was one of the founders of England's naval tradition? Sir Francis Drake, Oliver Cromwell, William Shakespeare or King James? Okay, so the first one, which wasn't the first one again? Sir Francis Drake. Okay, he was an explorer. So I would say that Drake. Well done. You're on a bit of a roll here. I know. That's it's like two in a row. No, you've had five correct in a five row. Five correct in a row. Ooh. Wow. Question 18. Who won two gold medals for running in the 2004 Olympic Games? Your options are Dame Kelly Holmes, Christopher Dean, Dame Ellen MacArthur, or Jane Torville. Okay, I have no idea who these people are. Christopher Dean, didn't he play Superman? 
No, that's Christopher Reeve. Oh, I'm really not good with names, am I? I know. And also, remember that Christopher Reeve fell off a horse and was in a wheelchair, so he couldn't have won Olympic medals. So, um, I'm going to say one of the dames. So, which are the options of the dames? Dame Kelly Holmes or Dame Ellen MacArthur? I'm going to say Katie Holmes. Kelly Holmes. Oh, oh. Which one's Katie Holmes, then? She was married to Tom Cruise. Okay, so, her. But, yep, you're right. Dame Kelly Holmes. Really? Yeah. Good. Still in a role. And interestingly, I actually stood behind her once when we were queuing to go in Buckingham Palace. So you saw the back of the head of Dame Kelly Holmes? Yeah, yeah. Wow. My mum my got invited to the Queen, one of the Queen's garden parties and she was in the queue in front of us. And that's your highlight, that you saw the back of the head of Kelly Holmes? Oh, I saw Princess um, Eugene and Beatrice as well. Oh, go you. Yeah, and I stole some toilet roll. You stole toilet roll? I went to the Royal Portaloo. So I was like, well, what can I steal? So what, what, I stole a roll of toilet roll. What is a royal portaloo? Well, the Queen put some toilets in the garden for us all. Oh, so you're not even allowed to go to the bathroom? No, you inside. kind of you kind of like walk through a little bit of Buckingham Palace, see some of the sort of chintzy um, plates and things like that, and then you straight into the garden. Mm, I hope that's the place where I go to pledge my allegiance then. Could be, fingers crossed. More likely to be um, a sort of town hall in Warwickshire, but, you know, yeah. one can hope. Fingers crossed. You've got to pass the test first anyway. So yeah. question 19. Who became one of the most popular monarchs in the 16th century? Elizabeth I, Mary I, Henry VIII, or Henry VII? Uh, so I've heard most of them by name, but I'm going to say Henry the well, 15th century. So that's like 16th. 16th. So that's 1500s, isn't it? And he was the father of one of the recent queens. So he can't have been 16th century, couldn't Henry he? Henry VIII. I don't know. Didn't he was the one with all the wives? Okay. So shall we say Henry VIII then? Well, it's your it's your quiz. Well, yeah. Let's say Henry VIII. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth I became one of the most popular monarchs in English history, particularly after 1588 when the English defeated the Spanish Armada. Oh, well, I mean, but and who was she daughter of? Wasn't she daughter of Henry VIII? Queen Elizabeth I, yes, was daughter of Henry VIII, um, I think with his second wife, Anne Boleyn. Okay, so um, I wasn't that far off. I should be able to get like half a point for that one at least. No, that's not how it works. Right. Nice try though. Question 20, another history one for you. Under which king did the people unite to defeat the Vikings? King Alfred the Great, Harold, Henry I, or King William? Um, again, I have no idea. I feel like I'm playing the chase and like you're the chaser. Which chaser would I be? Mm, don't is, say I am. Please don't say I am. You said one with glasses and a camp accent. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a while. Okay, so whatever that one would be. Your answer, please. Okay, yeah. So uh, I can't even remember the option. So there was one that was the first at something. So I'm going to say that one. Henry the first. Okay, yeah. Incorrect. The Anglo-Saxon kingdoms in England united under King Alfred the Great, who defeated the Vikings. Okay. Question 21. What is the fundamental principle of British life? Oh, I feel like I should know this off the, off the top of my head. Taking part in festivals. Okay, that's a good option. Supporting your local team. Okay. Attending a church on Sundays. I mean, could be. 
the rule of law? I'm going to say the rule of law just as a matter of because I'm eliminating all of the other options. Well, you would be correct. Well done. Good. It means I'm going to be a good British citizen if I pass the test. Well, you know, it's looking... Not I mean, right. we're hanging in the balance, let's just say. So <laughs> we're back to history now. Let's see how you do on question 22. Can when I... did World War I begin? I feel the pressure. 1914. 1939, 1941, or 1918. So if I remember correctly, my history lessons, and I think it's 14th, it finished in 18th, didn't it? Correct, yeah, well done. Good. Okay, two more to go. Another history one for you, though. Oh, God, why all of these history questions? When, when did the Roman army leave Britain? Uh, when they sailed away. AD 100, AD 410, AD 630, or AD 43? Ooh, I'm going to say I, I'm torn between the 400 and the 600. And AD is like our time. It's not like the minus, isn't it? Yeah. After death, Anno Domini. Um, don't know. But yeah, but it's, it's our time. It's not the minus. No. Okay, so... You mean uh, BC? Yeah, that. Uh, okay, so I'm going to say 600? 630. Let's say. You're yeah. locking that in. I'm locking that in. I think the Romans spent a lot of time everywhere, didn't they? They did, but not as long as you thought. The Roman army left Britain in AD 410 to defend other parts of the Roman Empire and never returned. Okay, so they basically abandoned us. Well, they left us with some nice roads. That is, I do use the Fosway a lot. And finally, question 24. I have to say, I've heard this test described as a bad pub quiz, and I think they've, got, they've hit the nail on the head with this. There's some really weird questions in here. But um, question 24, I'm hoping you get this. Who is the head of the Church of England? Is it the Duke of Edinburgh, the Prime Minister, the Pope, or the Monarch? Okay, again, I would say the monarch because none of the other ones apply. And you would be correct. Yes, I got the last one correct. Do I get like an extra point for that? No. Okay, so is this the time where I hear how I did? Yeah. Okay, it's not looking good? No. Oh. So you answered 16 of the 24 questions correctly. Oh, I was too away. I needed 18. I know. It's a shame, though, because it's 66.67%, which, if this was a university exam, that would be a solid sort of 2-1. But um, unfortunately, for the life in the UK test, you do need to get at least 18. So you have failed. You need to pack your bags, um, move back to Argentina or another country that will take you. I'm really sorry. You will not be able to go to your citizenship ceremony, which not only do you have to pledge allegiance to the Queen, you also get a welcome pack. Uh, yeah, but I can also take the test again, another 50 quid. Well, that's £100 down the swan, eh? I mean, yeah, but... That's a really be... nice meal. We could go out for a nice meal. Yeah, but if I'm not here in the country because you're making me pack and move away, then we can't go for a meal well, anyway, I could just can go we? for two meals by myself. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? So another 50 quid. And then you have to pay 80 quid for your citizenship ceremony as well. Well, yeah, but... Honestly, I, I didn't realise how expensive it was going to be going into an, an international relationship. Well, you already live with me, so you're kind of screwed whether you like it or not. Just make sure you swat up for the real thing, okay?
Alright listeners, how would you have done in this test? Did you try it? How much did you score? I mean, I think we can safely say that most people listening probably did better than you. Oh, thank you. If you do want to gloat, which we'd very much like you to, or I would very much like you to, maybe not so much Benha, um, but you can get in touch with us on Twitter at BarebackPod. Tell us how you did, searching us on Facebook, searching Bareback. We're on Instagram at BarebackPodcast. Or you can send us your exam results via email at barebackpodcast at gmail.com. So how are you going to commiserate yourself? Uh, I'm going to buy something for 50 quid. That's not how it works. No, it's like penance, isn't it? I have to spend 50 quid. No, because I would have paid 50 quid for that exam that I failed. Okay, well, as long as you buy something nice for me. Me, on the other hand, I'm going to sit in a dark corner and really try and think about what this purple dog is all about because it's still bugging me. I mean, it's a purple dog and we don't even have a dog. We don't. We have a cat, but even the cat's not purple. Yeah, and I wouldn't dye him, dye his hair purple either. All right, guys, we'll see you soon. See you next week. Bye. Bye.